views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Oh, my goodness. Whoa, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It is so great to be. I I just love this. It's so great to be catching up with all of you and, you know, to be connecting in the ways that we get to connect with you. And and I got to apologize in advance for those of you out there that have sent me emails based on my request the other day. Um, We will get back to you. We just did not expect as many. Um, and for those of you that didn't hear the show the other day, um, we'll be letting you know how you can uh, connect with us. There are many, many things we're doing. One of them, as I said the other day, we're bringing back the holistic makeover. And I am so hoping, hoping that, you know, my co-host today jumps in and is part of our coaching team, which I believe she will be. Mm-hmm. Why? Because what she does is amazing. Love Seeker Radio today. I love this. With Coach Heather Lynn. Finding love for your authentic self. I don't even know. I I mean, finding love for your authentic self. I'm hoping she could help me find like for my authentic self. Uh, We've heard this over and over and over again about the process of this and why it's important. But today, it is so amazing to have her here as she's going to talk about some of the top mistakes that we make when we're looking for love. Okay, now how do we know they're mistakes? Well, as a matter of fact, Heather, I was talking about this this morning when I was talking about my exes are not from Texas, but I wish that's where they would go back to. <laughs> Why? She's laughing. <laughs> uh, and we are going to be giving away a 30 minute session for one of you out there during the show. I love this. Also, we're going to be talking about, you know, one of her upcoming coaching circles that she's doing. I love that. We could talk why a circle because there's so much we could talk about in terms of why we all are connected and how do we stay connected for the highest good for all of us. This is really kind of the coolest thing. But, you know, somebody said this morning at uh, I was at an early morning meeting, uh, Heather, and thank you for joining me here today. Mm -hmm. Somebody said there's a song. Now, Benny probably could get it. And the song is looking for love in all the wrong places. I think that is the name. I think that is the name of the song. But for you, uh, coming up as a teenager or a young woman, right? Um, there was certain things about you that was so endearing to so many people. But, you know, there is something that happens to us, each and every one of us, that 
a, like a, a switch that goes on and says enough is enough, whatever that is, right? And I would love for you to take us on a journey so we can get to know you a little bit about what your enough is enough was all about. Because I don't think that people listening to this show, I know they're right there with us. But when we get to that place, we don't know what to do with it. I'd love for you to, to chat about that for a minute. Sure. Yeah, um, my story is probably like a lot of people out there where I, um, especially in my love life, I I really, I dated a lot and I had a lot of relationships. And what I noticed about my relationships was that I was always in, in them with people who just weren't ready. Um, mm. And they didn't honor me in the way that I wanted to be honored and mm. and felt like I had deserved. And, um you know, I, I know that in those relationships, I didn't show up as my authentic self. Mm. And But I didn't know that at the time. You know, at the time, I thought I was doing everything right because I had read all of the experts' books and <laughs> and followed all of the advice. And, and you know, I'm a, I'm a doer. So if somebody yeah. gives me a list of things to do, I'll do it and I'll do it well. So when I was um, dating a lot in my 20s and my 30s and in these relationships, I was doing all of the expert stuff exactly to a T. You know, it's like I practiced before I would go go out there, and and it still wasn't working. And and I think it was probably my thirty around my thirty fifth birthday, I had my wake up call. Uh huh. And that wake up call was, you know, another man that I had been dating. One of my patterns that I attracted was people who just disappeared. Even if we had been in relationship, it's like they couldn't really be honest with me. Um, and so they would just disappear. And this happened um, when I was around 35. And I remember just having this moment of such sadness, you know, of course, um, yeah. being sort of curled up in that in that fetal position. And, oh, my gosh, why is this happening to me again? And <sighs> And that moment really was my moment of awakening where I finally realized that I was the common denominator in all of these experiences, that it couldn't be about the men, that there was something inside of me that I needed to explore and and release, really, just to, to be more myself and understand myself better. So that's really how my oh. my experience has been in my love life. And I, got, I want to ask you this question, though, because mm -hmm. this is really what I love. I mean, you're working with people all over the world. Mm -hmm. I mean, we are talking about Love, See love Seeker Radio, but most importantly, we're talking about, you know, what you've created, right? You know, Heatherland Coaching, but beyond all of that, what it's like to work with you and why it's so important to work with you nowadays. Because I think the traps... Oh, listen to me now, okay? <laughs> Top mistakes. Here we go. Um, I think the traps that I have uh, stepped into along the way had to do with not knowing that it actually was. You know, I mean, like, I, what a metaphor. This, you know, like a little bear track. Oh, God, I don't even want to talk about this <laughs> with the animal stuff. But the, the point that I'm saying, it's a giant pothole. And before I'm even realizing I'm in the, I'm in the thing, Right. Uh, I can't see it. I don't know what's happened. And all of a sudden we hear this word, don't we? Blindsided over and over and over again. And so I wanted to ask you about this because back then it seemed a little simpler. The whole idea dating and meeting people, not that there were a whole lot of choices, but fast forward to where we are now, right? In the world. 
and online dating or online connecting and connecting in groups. And I'm such an introvert. How has our contemporary lifestyle you know, changed from when this was happening with you? And what is it about, you know, love seeker radio and love seeker coaching and what you do? How have you had to adapt or not to the changing uh, pop culture? Yeah, well, I think it's at such a different different time now in the sense that it is moving so fast and, and it's easy to get caught up in, in especially the online dating which I'm a, a proponent of. I actually think it's great. But yeah. um, I think it's it, great if you were my coach. Yeah. <laughs> See, yeah. If I had you as the coach before I was doing all of that, mm-hmm. yeah, I would think it's great. Yeah. <laughs> and I think people get, they get caught up in sort of the overwhelm of it and how fast it can go and, and how there are so many choices of different people. So I think the challenge is really to use it as a way to learn more about ourselves. So really my business and my work with my my clients is to help them understand themselves so well that they can be grounded in any dating and love situation because they're so grounded in themselves and who they are. And so it doesn't really matter which path they're taking to find love, you know, whether it is that online path or some other way, um, they'll feel really anchored and grounded in who they are so that they can just accept and, and understand what's coming in for them. So... We use it as a way for them to understand themselves and know themselves better. Mm. Well, you know, I love this because let me just talk about you for a minute if I could. Mm -hmm. You know, we're talking about Love Seeker Radio and we're talking about our authentic self because most of the conversation we have is about that person on the outside of us. But today we're going to really dig deep into another dimension of this. You know, you're also a certified holistic health coach which is great, you know, a nutrition practitioner, a creative love coach. I love this. I love this because what we're talking about today, right, is, whoa, wait a minute, that authentic self, finding love for your authentic self. Well, if I don't know who my authentic self is, don't you think it's a bit challenging for me to find that love for my authentic self, right? Absolutely. And I think, you know, we get so caught up in, in this persona world that we live in. Persona mm-hmm. is, of course, the mask and, that we present to everybody um, and, and in our society with all of the media and, and you know, the glamour, mm-hmm. we get caught up in feeling that we have to be perfect. And so there are parts of ourselves that we don't even see or acknowledge or we try to hide. So wow. the work is really about discovering those parts of ourselves, too, and, and integrating that with with our persona because our persona is part of us as well so it's a really great way to um come into our wholeness you know Mm. with those and and our authentic self is all of those things the things that we try to shove away and also also the the parts of us that we show to everybody else I love this. So I'm going to take a, you know, we're going to just uh, bop out here for a short break because when we come back uninterrupted, uninterrupted, we want to talk with Heather Lynn about the mistakes. And I love that you have not, you know, sugarcoated the word mistakes because, you know, uh, we hear this in this, you know, like in the movement we had, oh, don't say the word failure, don't say the word mistake. But you know what? I do not, I, I, let's knock the sugar off of the coding and then let's knock the coding so we can understand what these things are that happen what do we do when we are looking for the love 
Let's take a short break. Got a great show. And those of you out there, we have got the phone lines open. Not, I'm not saying that you all having any issues with this. No, that's not what I would be saying. But I'm saying if you have some questions, if you want to get a little help on this, 1-800-930-2819. Take a short break. When we come back, Love Seeker Radio, Coach Heather Lynn, Finding Love for Your Authentic Self, Top Mistakes People Make When Looking for the Love. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Well, I spent a lifetime looking for you Single bars and good time lovers were never true Playing a fool's game, hoping to win And telling those sweet lies Hello, my name is Dr. Friedman Schaub Anxiety can attack or creep up on us at the most inopportune moments, which makes us feel powerless and out of control. However, anxiety is a basic feeling that is created by our mind. Understanding some do's and don'ts about anxiety is a first step to demystify this emotion and regain control. The more we know about a challenge, the more we can find ways to overcome it. Let the transition begin. Tune in to the hit show, Majestic Insights Radio, Success for Life's Transitions, with host Carrie Keith. Carrie is a gifted intuitive coach, healer, and teacher who will lead you through her empowering techniques of ancient wisdom and awareness so you can live your happiest, healthiest, and most vibrant life. Let Carrie teach you the tools of transformation that will help you experience success for all of life's transitions. To learn more about Carrie, visit www.majesticinsights.com. Are you feeling broken from your relationships? Are you second-guessing yourself about friends, family, and lovers? Tune into the hit show that's creating a buzz in the love-seeking community. Love Seeker Radio, finding love for your authentic self with renowned love coach Heather Lynn. Tired of dissatisfying relationships? Kiss them goodbye and power up your love seeker energy. Coach Heather Lynn reminds you that you can just be you, the beautiful and perfect you. Visit heatherlynncoaching.com to learn more. On the cutting edge of the new mainstream, Christine Upchurch is passionate about bringing together science, psychology, and spirituality in a way that can be applied to our everyday lives for true transformation. The Christine Upchurch Show, stellar conversations to illuminate your journey, engages some of the most outstanding visionaries on the planet in lively dialogue to inspire you to become that bright light you're meant to be. Join Christine every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time on KKNW, AM 1150, and Transformation Time. Radio. Tune in to the hit show Masters Chambers with your trusted friend Connie Fife. Mondays, 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Each week, Connie will connect you with the best of the best thought leaders from around the globe to share their strategies and best practices. Getting better together. To book Connie, visit ConnieFifeSpeaks.com. Looking for love in all the wrong places Looking for love in too many faces Searching their eyes, looking for traces Of what I'm dreaming of Oh boy, oh boy I can tell you that that is probably the song Of many of us listening to the show Can you name the movie though? 
No. It was from a movie. I didn't know it was a movie. It was. It very much wasn't a movie. All right. John Travolta. Oh, there that he, cowboy one. Yeah. Come on. You got it. I'm going to call. I'm gonna start calling you the urban cowgirl if I need right, that's to. That's it. That was it. Well, urban, urban cowboy was. Yeah. Right. Urban cowboy. Oh, my God. There you go. Oh. So, Heather Lynn joining me here today, Heather Heather Temple. And as I said before, this is Love Secret Radio, but more importantly, I want everybody to go to heatherlyncoaching.com for sure. And what you're going to do when you get there is you're going to find, you know, what Heather's story is about, her love story. Um, you're going to find out what you can do in working with her to help uh, you and help you do what? Well, wait to hear the mistakes. Then that, then you can figure out what you need your own help for, right? And then, you know, she has these incredible circles. Before we talk about the mistakes, would you mind talking about the six-month group coaching program and some of the circles? Can you talk about that for a minute? Because that is, like, coming up soon. Yeah, of course. I'm so excited about it. It's starting yeah. September 7th, and it's going to be a small group. I'm keeping it, limiting it to 12 people max. Um, and it's just a, a really great chance to work with other people. You know, when we hear someone else getting coached, we also transform. And so it's going to be this great six-month intensive program where we'll have three calls per month. The first two will be topical calls where I'll be teaching about these concepts. And then we'll have one Q&A call every month as well. So it's just going to be this great interactive time for people to experience what it's mm -hmm. like to receive this amazing support in their their love lives well let's um this is i'm i'm so thrilled that you do this and the and i love the way you go about this because so often we feel we're so alone and i think that's what i want to talk about here for a minute because we're talking about some of the mistakes we make and you know i i don't know Maybe we make these mistakes because we do feel that that loss, that loneliness inside of ourselves. And we think it is about another person. But lo and behold, maybe, maybe not. Tell us what some of the top mistakes are when looking for the love. Well, I think, as I alluded to earlier, probably the biggest mistake that I was guilty of and I see a lot of my clients doing as well is playing games. So not showing up authentically and, you know, some of the games that I see them playing are, you know, playing hard to get, you know, not, not yeah. responding to text messages or phone calls and not accepting dates, you know, just saying even if they have a wide open schedule, they won't accept a date because they want to look like they're busy and um, wow. even on the date, you know, really guarding themselves by, mm. by trying to play it really cool and and I'll never forget um, when I first hired my own coach, which, you know, I love to work with my own coaches as well. Um, and she said to me, well, you know, you can keep playing games. It's a really great way to attract someone who's not very good at intimacy. <laughs> you know, so if if we're staying in this game playing surfacey, I don't want to show you my whole self space then that's the kind of person that we are going to be attracting because that's what they're comfortable with as well, right? So we're attracting people at that level. But if mm -hmm. we're really craving that deep relationship, we want someone who can accept us for who we are right from the get-go. 
Um, and in fact, I want to ask you about yeah. this. Can I ask you this about the the you know before and after kind of thing? Do you think that online dating has um, exacerbated this issue, or do you think less? And and the reason I'm asking this question, I got a friend that lied about her age, like by ten years, and I just was I was like, holy cow, wow. Uh, it, what do you think in the contemporary time we live in? Is there more or less game playing happening, or th- does it depend on the person? Yeah, I think it it does depend on the person. But I, I I've seen a lot of examples of what you're talking about, and yeah. and I think part of that is just this pressure that we experience these days to mm. to be a certain way in order to be lovable. You know, we have this perception that we have to be youthful, we have to be beautiful, we have to be you know, perfect, but, um, and so I think that's where that pressure comes from. But if we really want to find someone who loves us for us, then we need to show up as ourselves, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and everybody is lovable just for their very essence of being who they are. Um, and so I, I think that online dating is a great way to even filter out people who aren't right for you. And I think I've mentioned this before, but I have a form of muscular dystrophy and, I used to not include it on my profiles because at the beginning of relationship, I could kind of hide it. You mm-hmm. know, there are only certain circumstances that, that make it very obvious. Um, and so I wouldn't put it out there. And so what would happen though is I would go on these dates and I would feel like, oh, I have this secret and I have to hide this secret. Um, and it would change the way that I acted on these dates. You know, I wasn't really showing up. I was I was pretending in some ways. Um, and so now I put it out, I always put it out there because at the very beginning, because, you know, my perfect person is going to love me for that. Mm. And so I think, you know, online dating is a great way to filter, filter out exactly who is going to love you for exactly who you are by presenting yourself really honestly. Wow. Oh my gosh, this is so important, this conversation. Uh, and, you know, you're, you know, you touched upon something as well you know, people that maybe have something that they are not necessarily seeing as fitting into the ideal individual, right? Uh, what am I supposed to look like today? How am I supposed to shut up? You know, how am I supposed to show up? Uh, and what if I have something like that going on? You know, can I ask you about this? Because maybe this is on your mistake list. Um, folks have this idea, you know what? You know what, Heather Lynn? I definitely I'm going to tell Joe, Mary, Tom, whoever. I, I'm going to get to telling him. I'm going to get to telling him. I'm just not ready to tell them. And can you really talk about this? Because most folks are like, "Yes, I know. I've got to tell him. I've got to tell her." Uh, but you know, now is not the right time. Can you just share about whether or not there is a right time? or what you've learned about the the timing of talking to people about things that a maybe kind of make you a little different perhaps but also things you're maybe not really comfortable with sure i think the most important thing is to see the discomfort you know to to explore the discomfort why am i uncomfortable with this and and really use it that as a way to see something about yourself um, I would say that's first and foremost. And then from there, if you're coming from a really whole space where you know 
that you're you have your boundaries of safety and you know that you're really taking care of yourself, mm-hmm. then you you can share that from the very beginning. Um, you know, I, when we when we present ourselves very authentically and and maybe. I mean, it could be something just uh, even more simple than like having a disability like I do. Right. Maybe you have five ex-husbands or, you know, <laughs> and, you know, I think the sooner you can get that out there, the the faster you know whether that person is your right partner or potentially your right partner. Because if that's your truth, that's going to come out eventually anyway. And and we can't, we don't want to fool someone into loving us first so that then we can drop that bomb later. We want someone who really loves us for all of us. Mm. I, I love that we're talking about this because there are so many people that are ashamed of so many things. You know, can you just talk for a minute before we go to break? And then when we come back, we'll talk about some of the other mistakes uh, that we make. You, it's, is shame the driver in a lot of the the things that we don't want to disclose or is it more is it broader than that like basically I'm not good enough bottom line mm-hmm. I think for me and, and I work with my clients the emotions are always what we want to, to tap into so shame I think would be the central emotion there for most people so what I have them do is really sit with that feeling um, and explore the feeling itself and, and try to, to step away from the story of why it exists, but really sit with the feeling and let it run its course. And, and we can talk a little bit more about that, too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. But yeah I think shame is central to a lot of our drivers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, the, the I'm sure we're going to talk about this one mistake is that, you know, how one lie then leads to another, then leads to another. And ultimately, what does happen with that? And trust is then broken. Um, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, um, Heather's going to talk a little bit more about the upcoming circle, what it's about, how it can help. Uh, and then we'll open up the phone lines and we've got a special gift. When we come back, we'll be talking more about, you know, what are some of these things that you literally do not want to do? You do not want to do them. And what are they? How do you know when you're getting ready to do them? And what is it about the relationship choices that we make, you know, because of these errors, these mistakes? And most importantly, what can we learn? What can we learn how to do when we do realize we're making them? Is it more shame? Of course not. But how do we handle them? Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Heather Lynn joining me here today. HeatherLynnCoaching.com. Uh, when we come back, she'll give you a little bit more insight into the uh, the upcoming six-month Open Up to Love Inner Circle coaching program, which is great. And we will open up the phone lines, and one of you will receive a free 30-minute session with this amazing coach. Stay tuned, everyone. We'll be right back. Open to find a friend and a lover I'll bless the day I discover another heart Looking for love Dr. Loves Quickies 
Mary's about ready to give love the shove, because no matter what she tries, guys don't know that she's alive. To turn guys on, she needs to turn on those green lights, nonverbal cues that say, over here. Most guys won't approach unless they're cleared for landing. So ladies, to kickstart your love life, turn on those green lights and flash your pearly whites. I'm Dr. Jamie Turndorf of AskDrLove.com. Tune in to Lucid Planet Radio with Dr. Kelly Neff. This hit show will illuminate your senses and empower you beyond your daily stressors and hardships. Renowned psychologist and author Dr. Kelly will captivate you with far-reaching topics and amazing guests as you wake to the greatest version of yourself. Learn to tap into your intuitions, think critically about our world, heal emotional and psychological wounds, and follow your passions to live your dreams. The Lucid Planet. Welcome home. Visit lucidplanetradio.com for more information. Become a self-actualized professional coach, mentor, and leader, and make your difference in the world. The Rainer Institute has trained people from four continents and is the top-rated accredited coach platform in the world. You'll learn skills from a program created by Mark Rainer as a result of 35 years of research as to what actually works for positive, lasting change. Come if you dare and give your life a chance at making the difference it so desires. Visit RainerInstitute.com to learn more. A morning filled with dynamic, inspirational music, spirituality, and uplifting messages by T.J. Woodward. Come and connect with community conversations and awaken your senses. Awakened Living Sundays with T.J. Woodward. Join T.J. every Sunday in the San Francisco Bay Area Chapel at Fort Mason and live streaming online, 11 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. Pacific Time. To learn more and access the live stream, visit www.awakenedlivingsf.org. Do you want the freedom to spend more time with your loved ones? Travel the world? Live spontaneously? Get ready, because the Chip Justice Show is here. Hosts Dr. Pat Basile and Chip Justice can help you build meaningful success while embracing life. Living a life you love is the end game in this new, inspirational, and empowering show. Positive changes for a life you'll love. Tune in every month on TransformationTalkRadio.com and visit PositiveChangeInstitute.co for more information. And I was alone then, no love in sight I did everything I could to get me through the night I don't know where it started or where it might end Oh, nice going. Nice going, Benny. For those of you out there, it's so great to have you tuning us in, turning us on. Uh, and what we'd love to do is give the first caller uh, one free 30-minute session, uh, 1-800-930-2819. And um, Heather's going to tell you a little bit about what that session is. Uh, and then we're also going to talk about you know, um, this fabulous, fabulous coaching, inner circle coaching. So tell folks about the 30-minute session. And, and what we'll probably do is skip the last break because we certainly have some things to cover here. But mm-hmm. tell folks about the 30-minute session, if you would. Sure. A 30-minute session, we can cover a lot in 30 minutes, which is great. Um, it's just a, it's a way to start pinpointing what's going on that's been preventing you from finding love. You know, what is it that might be there? What sort of blocks might be there in in your unconscious mind that might be keeping you from that um and it's just a great quick one-on-one session and, and really start to open open people up to to how to find better love and how to know themselves better mm. 
I love it. And, you know, and to help discover, right, what we talked about, you know, some of the things we don't even know, we don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's you know. really been the revelation for me. Mm-hmm. Most people are living and loving on autopilot. You know, they're not, they don't really know what's happening and why they're attracting what they're attracting and, and attracted to what they're attracted to. But this can be a wake up call to get off of autopilot and start living in a conscious way. Wow. So uh, what are some of the other mistakes? And then also, um, you know, the question is, you know, what do we do when we discover them? You know, how do we how do we get some help with that? I'm sure that your your upcoming uh, inner circle coaching is going to help with a lot of this. So today it's this is just a short version, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, that that group will definitely tap uh, touch or dig deeper into all of these things and and then really work with, okay, now we know these things, now how do we move forward and really have that, that power of that knowledge. Um, so it's going to be a great, great program for sure. Cool. So, yeah. So I think in addition to playing games, I think probably for me too, personally, and I see this a lot, is uh, the mistake of blaming everyone else or blaming the city that you live in or, you know, blaming, I don't know, your age just like what you were saying too um, when we blame the external you know we're really really not taking responsibility for our part in everything and you know we really are attracted to circumstances mm-hmm. and people that feel very safe to our unconscious mind so even if it's something that is uncomfortable on the conscious mm-hmm. level there's something in it that's keeping us stuck in these patterns so when we take the power back from blaming everybody else and we say oh gosh i've just i've just been in three different relationships with uh people who you know who are users mm-hmm. users mm-hmm. and we'll, when we stop and say, well, that, I'm the common denominator here. I'm the cornerstone of this experience. So mm-hmm. what is it about me that actually feels safer in this type of relationship? You know, am I an overgiver? Am I someone who has a core love belief that I have to prove myself in order to be worthy of love? Um, you know, so when we really stop and say, okay, I'm the center of this. So I can no longer blame the external. Then what? then what do I discover about myself? And it's not to say that there's something wrong with us. It's just to help us understand why we might be choosing this type of relationship. Wow. And, you know, you touched upon something that I, I think we should mention really quickly. Um, I think what I, what I heard you saying is, you know, sometimes we have this need for approval that even goes beyond like love relationships that shows up in a lot of the other relationships. And so we end up doing things that, you know what, we may not necessarily want to do uh, because I want you to like me. I want you to love me. I want you to approve of me. And I wanted to ask you, you know, my sense is that this is kind of the number one reason we stay in relationships that that we literally really don't want to stay in. How does the need for approval slash uh, like acceptance drive the dysfunction in some of the relationships we have? Mm-hmm. Well, if we if we don't know ourselves all that well, and if we're not really grounded in our our whole self, then we will need people to to give us worth 
if that makes sense. So yeah, yeah. Um, in, in situations like that, if we don't really know that we already are whole and complete and beautiful in ourselves and that our partners are really just literally that, they're partners, they're not completing us or giving us anything or taking anything away from us, um, if we're not in that space already, then we're going to put a lot of pressure on the external to make us feel worthy. Mm. So there's that that place where a lot of people really work and overwork and overgive and overprove in order to be accepted and get other people's approval. Mm. So it's really about finding a, a way to really be grounded in, in your own self so that there's not as much tendency to do that. You know, sometimes I've heard this before from other people, and certainly it's certainly been something that I've experienced myself. And it's that thing where, boy, I don't remember the expression, where, you know, I know this is not working right here. I know what I'm doing is not working, but it's better than not knowing. (laughs) You know, it's better than not knowing the thing that you want me to now try and do. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to stay stuck in this pattern of what I've been doing, because even though it just hasn't worked out, I'm holding out that it will. Mm-hmm. Have you heard yeah. that before? Oh, yeah. And I call that being afraid of the in-between, you know, mm-hmm. knowing that we have a change to make and, and maybe we're in a relationship that's not serving us or maybe we're in these patterns that aren't serving us. But we're really afraid of that gap of mm-hmm. going from here to there. And that's where having a coach can be so awesome because we can hold your hand through that gap. You know, I can hold your hand through that gap and and get you to the other side. But, you know, we have to let go of of the ring, one ring to reach for the other and fly there. So the, you know, we know that what's on the other side is going to be a better version of, of relationship and a better version of knowing ourselves. And it's going to be worth that in between discomfort. Mm. Um, Heather, I wanted to ask you about this thing because I just got an instant question. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, hi, Dr. Pat. Hi, Heather Lynn. Uh, I have a question for you. We hear that if you end one relationship, that there is a time period that one should wait before the next relationship. Uh, But I've never been able to find that. I've never been able to find that empty time. Oh, that's an interesting expression. JoLynn. Okay. So the question is, right? You got the question, Heather? It's like, okay, we just broke up. But you know what? Uh-oh. Look at who's sitting over there. And I'm attracted to who's sitting over there. But I just ended this relationship last month. I think I'm ready. <laughs> mm-hmm. Is Help help me here. That's a great question, JoLynn. Um, I think it's really to, to a good time to sit and ask yourself, you know, what is it? Am I afraid of being alone? Um, am I looking for partnership to distract myself from discomfort or, or, you know, the sadness of a breakup in itself or the sadness of getting over one relationship? A lot of people want to jump right into the next one because then they don't actually have to deal with the feelings or the awareness that comes from the previous relationship. Um, and there really are no rules as to when the right time is and when the right time, when it's been long enough and when it hasn't. But I think it is a good time to, to stop and ask, ask some sort of difficult questions. 
you know, not to sugarcoat it for yourself and say, is this because I'm afraid of being alone or am I finding my worth in another person or am I distracting myself from feeling difficult emotions that I just don't want to feel? Mm-hmm. And if, if you do the exploration and you're like, you know what, no, I feel like this is a really good grounded space, then there really is no time frame per mm-hmm. se when you're ready, ready for the next one. Yeah. yeah. So having made some of these, you know, mistakes along the way, and we realize them, um, and we're now aware of them, does any of that matter? I think, you know, and the reason that the question is coming up is because, wow, once we realize we're in that pothole, correct? Mm-hmm. And, and, and so then we're like, oh, now what? I don't know about you, but without some tools, I just dig myself deeper and deeper and deeper. Then I get big old resentments, and now here we are. And so how do we handle some of these things that are showing up? What, what, would, you do, what would you say to folks to say, you know what? This is really what we need to do or what you can do when the light bulb goes on. <laughs> Yeah, so when we fall into those potholes, I love this analogy actually, because when we're living and loving on autopilot, we're looking ahead, right? We're not really looking uh, or thinking about what we're doing. We're just walking, we're moving in our sort of zombie state. And if we keep staying in that zombie state, we are gonna fall into the potholes because we don't see them. And so when we do this sort of work of asking ourselves these questions and really understanding our deeper deeper drives and our deeper desires that are going on in our unconscious mind, then we have that, it's like a, that wake-up call of awareness. And instead of walking down that street on autopilot, you will be looking around and saying, oh, I see that pothole. And I see that I'm actually tempted to go back into it because that's my default zone. Yes. But I'm going to actually choose to do the opposite of what I would normally do in this situation. So if you're somebody who plays games, if you're somebody who, you know, reads a text message and says, oh, I'm sitting right by my phone, but I don't want the person to know that I'm sitting right by my phone. So I'm going to, you know, put it away for an hour and a half or whatever the rule is. You know, the opposite might be something as simple as texting the person right back, you know. (laughs) So it can be really simple things. It doesn't have to be this grand shift all at once. But it is having that that conscious awareness of knowing that what your default is and then Mm -hmm. choosing to do the opposite. Mm -hmm. We must think that there's an end game to the game. I mean, we must, there must be something that goes on with us where we think, oh, okay, if I play these games, if I do these things, this is the result it's going to get. And, you know, so let's take a minute to talk about showing up. Uh, as our authentic selves? What does that look like? What does it feel like? And and what, in your experience, what kind of result will it produce for people? Yeah, so it, of course, in my coaching, I don't guarantee that you'll meet somebody within a certain time frame. But right. what does happen is you'll feel so different when you show up on these dates and in these relationships because there's the feeling of, of real groundedness and openness and um, you know we're triggered a lot by people and by triggered I mean we have these emotional reactions and sometimes they're very strong uh, and you'll see that the triggers that, that are, are normal 
they, they sort of dissipate and we can really accept and love people for how they're showing up. And, and we have a lot of power then in our relationships because if we go back to that mistake of blaming everyone else, if we see that we're triggered in a situation, um, then we can say, oh, I'm going to actually take my power back here and there's something about myself to see. It's not about the other person. And what a great space to navigate relationship from because we can be really honest and really authentic and grounded in who we are and experience and accept this other person for his or her whole self as well. Mm. You know, we've heard a lot about, you know, uh, this this idea of an authentic self. Uh, and sometimes, you know, we have done some work on this and have had an experience of this. And And, you know, doesn't this also help us recognize when somebody that we're dating or we're with is playing those games isn't you know isn't this also part of wait you know if I'm saying I don't do this don't we want to be able to recognize this in other people yeah and I think sometimes it's it's hard to recognize you know sometimes we're projecting our own meaning onto their actions and they might not be playing games and but I think what happens is as long as we're grounded in ourselves um, and all, our only responsibility is to show up as authentically as we possibly can, then the right person's going to stay and the wrong person's going to fall away. So if it's someone who's a game player, who's, who is really showing up and playing games, and that's not really who we want. We want someone who's grounded and, and open and vulnerable. Then if we keep showing up open, grounded, vulnerable, then that person will get uncomfortable with mm-hmm. our openness and he or she will eventually fall away Mm -hmm. so really our only responsibility is to be ourselves wow tell us a couple of the ways that we can uh we can discover and how to make this whole looking for love experience a really cool one um because we're we hear more uh, like war stories about what this is about than we do wow joy stories right and you know we were we just alluded to the fact of online dating and people don't even engage in that they won't even do it because they are just like oh my gosh I've heard it so hard I don't know how to make it fun can you talk about this because if we're not looking at 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 getting into looking for love from a different perspective than being cynical or based on our past boy, it is not going to change for us, is it? Yeah. um, I think I find dating to be a really fun adventure. And Mm -hmm. I think it can be a fun adventure for everybody. um, If we look at it from that angle of, okay, what is this showing me about me? And what will happen if I show up as my full self? And what, what would happen if I you know, usually in the past, I wouldn't share this part of myself, or I wouldn't stand up for myself in this situation, or or I would overgive, or or whatever your pattern looks like. Um, and it, it just becomes this grand experiment. What if I didn't do that this time? What if I said what was on my mind instead of keeping it because I was afraid of chasing that person away? Or what if I asked for what I wanted here, and instead of just staying quiet? You know, what if I answered the, the phone right away 
I think it just becomes this learning experience about ourselves that we can see what our mind, how our mind is reacting to all of those situations and, and learn about our authentic self. This is a great way to actually uncover who you really are is mm-hmm. by being in this flow of experimenting with other people, not using them, but using this platform as a way to know yourself better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, someone explained something to me uh, once upon a time and said, look, this is like learning a skill, right? Unless you practice typing, you know what? Chances are you're going to stay like a two-finger typist. Um, is, Is this world of searching for love, finding love, looking for love, all of that, is that the same? Are we really here beyond personal growth and discovering our authentic self, aren't there some skills and tools that you help people to explore and learn? Yeah, I think, you know, starting with that, if people are online dating, I think starting with making sure their profile is really honest, as honest as mm. as, as we can get it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's really important. And I do think that going on on dates and 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 being open not seeing finding love as a numbers game because i don't i think that is a numbers game but just being willing and open to go in a space from a space of openness you know one of the other mistakes quote-unquote mistakes i see people making is they're dating with through these with this real bitterness like i don't want to be out here and there are no good men or there are no good women. And so, of course, because our mind is so powerful, if we're filtering our dates through that lens, then we won't see the, the beauty or the, the goodness in them. So I think it's really about going into these experiences with an, a, a very open heart and a very open mind um, rather than coming from a space of, of bitterness, too. Mm. Mm-hmm. I want to talk for a minute, if we could, about what happens and how we're affected by, let's just say, our hearts being broken. Mm-hmm. Because I know that you know we'll be we'll probably be talking about this in a in a future show. But you know, heartbreak um, is something that people don't believe they'll ever recover from, and their behavior then changes. And we hear this over and over again, Heather. I'm never going to trust again. And so, you know, this is just one of these conversations that, yeah, we've talked about some of the mistakes, but underneath the mistakes, there is some kind of emotional hit that we've taken. What would you say to the folks that have been, you know, uh, just hit right hard in the heart? Mm-hmm. Yeah, heartbreak can be that moment of awakening, you know, that I was talking about for my mm-hmm. own self. and. Yep. And I do think that what I saw, and I'll, I'll just speak my personal story because I think it's pretty universal, is I saw how much of my own power I was giving away to my partners. Mm. I was putting so much into them um, and not really understanding who I really was. And so when we are in these relationships that are imbalanced, you know, we put our partners on a pedestal or we've, we've given ourselves fully and we can give ourselves fully to them. But what I'm, I guess what I'm getting at is if we are not in our wholeness, then that breakup will be that much harder and mm-hmm. it'll be harder to trust other people. But if we really understand 
who we are, we feel very grounded in ourselves, we feel very whole in ourselves, then it's okay to trust again. And we will know that, you know, we will know that, okay, this is how, this is all I need is, is everything I, I need is inside of me. And this other person is just an addition to my life, not my everything. Wow. You know, there's so many things to look at. What would you say if we could, we have a couple minutes left, mm -hmm. what would you say the greatest challenges are for people looking for love? Uh, and even perhaps the, 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 the greatest opportunities in the world in the days we live in today. Mm -hmm. I think the biggest challenge that I see is, is that people are really feeling that they have to protect and guard themselves. Um, and they have to show up a certain way that they have to be perfect and their persona has to be really strong um, because we do live in a very beauty conscious and, and media conscious society. So I think that that's a really hard one for people to come up against um, and be willing to let go of and trust that everybody is lovable just for who they are. So I think that's, that's probably the biggest challenge that I see. Um, people facing but as I said it's also a great time to to experience dating so easily so much easier than than people in the past did and so if we do see dating and finding love as a great adventure and a great way to understand ourselves better then it is really fun um, and it can be just a great great opportunity to move forward and and moving towards what we want you know we have to be out there if we want to find a partner if that's really what we're craving then we have to be out there and mm -hmm. willing to interact and, and have the hope that it's possible I love it you know thank you for today's show and before we just hop off here um, please one more time tell folks about open up to love the six-month uh, group coaching session I know it's going to begin September 7th just give give folks a, a sneak peek at what's to come yeah, it's going to be so fun. So we're going to talk about uh, unconscious mind a lot and talk about how that unconscious is driving the type of people that we attract and how we sabotage relationships. And we'll talk about core love beliefs that people have and just really uncover who the authentic you is. And then, then we'll use all that knowledge to get unstuck and get off of autopilot so that you can see the potholes <laughs> and make a different choice. Awesome. Thank you so, so very much for all that you do. Thank you for a great show today. And one last question. We have a little bit left. What's your personal message? What would you like to leave us with today? You can drop the games and you are lovable for your full authentic self. You don't have to hide anything. Mm. Thank you so much, Heather Lynn. And for those of you out there, if you want to find out more, just go ahead and go to heatherlynncoaching.com. And when you get there, you'll see the information about Inner Circle Coaching as well. Contact information, what this is all about, how you can find love for your real authentic self. Even if you're not entirely sure who that is anymore. Wow. Thanks, Heather. Thanks, Benny. Thank you all for tuning us in, turning us on. We'll see you next time.